the rock. (laughs) (laughs) I've been really nervous about this because I'm going to offend like everybody. Well, we haven't, we haven't even started yet, but I'm excited already based on what you just said. Well, he is the most liked hands down like celebrity ever. I don't know if there is a celebrity alive that people don't like more than the rock. Can you think of anybody? It used to be Will Smith. (laughs) (laughs) True. I, I just, it's hard. Like even researching this episode when my husband got incredibly angry with me yesterday because I told him that we were doing The Rock and I started telling him how I feel about The Rock and he said, just stop talking because he gets so angry with me because he loves The Rock so much. And that's how the world is. But there's something about him I just don't like. And I like everybody. You know this. I, I'm, I'm tickled with excitement right now. How do I, I guess I agree. I, I like The Rock. I don't know what's not to like, but I'm excited to hear why you don't feel the same way there's nothing i mean even reading over his life i'm like everything on paper this guy is a freaking saint he sounds amazing there's just this weird thing about him like i don't trust him (laughs) you know maybe it's a thing here's i know we're, we're diving into it right away but he's built like someone who should be moving refrigerators right but he is got this personality that he's leveraged into the entertainment business and he's just not to say people his size aren't charismatic and nice but he's just pictured as gentle giant and i think that's why everyone loves him like it's it's not expected i think if i were to see just a little bit of dark rough side to him or anything it would make me like him a little bit more because it's almost he's so likable that i don't trust him and i know one day i'll meet him and probably apologize for saying all this because i'll feel guilty then because maybe he's a great guy and i'm sure he is but there's just something in my core where it's just like i don't like this dude and i can't even tell you what it is he's almost like so perfect it's like what are you hiding are you one of those people who hate Nickelback and Bieber and anyone who's like super successful and you're just like jumping on the bandwagon of people who hate them because they're so popular. I mean, you've done several episodes with me. Have I been that way about anybody? Exactly. Like I just no. I, people love to hate like the most popular person on the planet, and so I, I don't know. I, I've I've never been that guy, but I, I I just I I don't I don't trust him, <laughs> and I know I'm, I feel like I'm sweating even say this because I know everybody listening to this is angry at me it's just there's something about his smile and the way that he talks and how motivational how he says everything perfect that i'm like i don't now his tequila is fire have you tried that (laughs) no i haven't tried his tequila okay let's get into this (laughs) take a few shots of tequila and then we'll come back and see how i'll tell you let's come back we'll come let's let's break him down a little bit and then we'll come back ain't nobody breaking down the rock my friend ain't nobody breaking him down Here's your 60-second career overview. Dwayne The Rock Johnson, born May 2nd, 1972 in Hayward, California. Born into a wrestling family with his grandfather and father, both professional wrestlers, and grandmother, a wrestler promoter. When he got to high school and college, he was drawn to football because of his size and athleticism. He played in the 1991 NCAA championship football team with the University of Miami, and after injuries cut it short his career in Canadian Football League, he turned to the family business, wrestling. 
Gifted with a remarkable combination of size, speed, and agility, as well as impeccable microphone skills, Johnson made his World Wrestling Federation debut in 1996. He was heavily promoted, and just after a few months of exposure, Johnson captured the WWF Intercontinental title. In 2001, he appears in The Mummy Returns, signaling a new stage in his career, following that up with Scorpion King and The Rundown in 2003. In 2004, he left the ring to turn his attention to acting full-time. He was one of the first people we heard of who commanded higher fees based on his social media popularity. And this actually encouraged other actors to become more active online for the same reason. After several more action films, he leaned into comedy, collaborating on several films with co-star Kevin Hart and introduced the world to his singing voice in the animated movie Moana. Today, he's still in fabulous shape and continues to pivot into new territories, including a tequila brand and fitness influencing online, riding that steroid high off into the sunset, making him one of Hollywood's leading men and People Magazine's sexiest man of the year. How old is he now? He's 1972, so... That would make him 50. I've got a preview into his life over the last few months because I've been watching his show, like Young Rock. And so I can see like the I mean, the written and scripted background of where he came from and stuff. But it's actually painting a really good picture. Well, give me a summary, my friend. I, I didn't watch Little Rock. I saw that there was, I think I watched episode one, but I was annoyed again. Young Rock. <laughs> Little Rock is a, is a place. I was born there, friend. You Little know Rock? That. Yes, come on. Have you heard this Arkansas? accent? Little Rock, Arkansas. So I was born and raised. Cool. I just got more country. There you go. I don't know where he was born. Oh, California. <laughs> <laughs> it's like so he was born in California, but he's got he's got uh, like Hawaiian roots, right? Like his mom's Hawaiian. So he spent a lot of time there because his grandma's there, and uh, that's where she promotes most of or promoted most of the uh, wrestling. She had her own agency back in the day. Uh, and, first female pro wrestling promoter, Holla at his grandma. I know. And her character is hilarious in the show, by the way. What? Her, her His grandma character. Anyway. The, so yeah, he was <laughs> born into a wrestling family. And his dad, I think, was a, a legit boxer who turned wrestler at one point in time. Like he actually was slated to fight George Foreman. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Or he was a sparring partner for George Foreman, and he was like he was going to do a show with Muhammad Ali, like a rumble in the jungle fight kind of thing. I hate the word rumble. You want to talk about a horrible word is the word rumble. Who wants to rumble? Anyway, did The Rock have any siblings? <laughs> I'm sorry. That's funny for that. Good segue. Did he have any siblings? I didn't. No, have he any. didn't have any his... siblings. He was an only child, uh... and and. Uh, that's it. Good show. <laughs> okay, so his his mom was Samoan. His dad was black. They he his dad was a pro wrestler. What did his mom do for a living? I don't have that here. Was she what his mom home? do? She was she based on the show I watched. She was just what did she do? She was she was a, a stay at home mom for uh, while he was young, and then at at some point she became a a clerk. You know what I mean? Just kind of bounced around a little bit just to make a few extra bucks, help out the family. And then she got to a point where she she helped out the grandma, her, I guess her mom, Rock's grandma, a little bit with the promotional side of things. And she actually helped create narratives around some of the characters in the wrestling world. Like oh. she's, she's sort of one of the implementers of that. That's interesting. It's all these like little jobs you don't think about because I know, you know, wrestling is really big on performance. But I mean, it makes sense that you would have to have like some writers maybe or people helping you develop out your brand. But, but yeah, I mean, his whole childhood was about it seemed to me like his dad's career. I mean, that was like a huge focal point of it. They kind of followed him around and, and that's just, that's, yeah, that's how that career went. And so they would move from California to Tennessee to wherever. Atlanta. They Rocky lived in Atlanta. Work. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. Rock played rugby. He played rugby in a primary school and in high school got in a lot of trouble. It said that he really struggled with crime at 17. He was arrested multiple times for fighting theft in a local newspaper. And this is from Wikipedia. So check it, y'all. Described him as, quote, a troubled teenager with a history of run-ins from the police. See, I told you, you there was something fishy like about him. this man. You, like, I told he's a you. sinner. That's why I don't like the run. Yeah. And then so he back up for a second though. It's like like you knew he was going to gravitate into the wrestling thing based on what his parents did. Like we like in his early days, he, we they tease he was a rugby player, and then he went into football and stuff like that. But let's face it, like his dad was a wrestler. You know he was gonna end up there eventually, right? I don't necessarily think so. I don't know. I know later on when he wanted to enter into that field, his dad was super against it as a young man because his dad said there was really no future in it and that he didn't really you know have a lot of possessions. And so I'm not sure that was something that was came up. You know, for him, maybe internally he thought that, but I, I know he was big. He was naturally big, so sports was probably in some form on the table. True. Like he, yeah. As soon as he hit high school, he started doing the football thing, and then in college, he started doing that as well. And then he got injured, right? You know the story about the football thing about how he got into that. Remind me. His he was like throwing all attitude and stuff with the coach in the bathroom. It, there was something at the bathroom, and the coach told him to do something like wash his hands. I don't know. He started up some attitude being crazy. He goes home. He feels all guilty about it. Then he comes back to his coach and apologizes to him, which I think is kind of cool because if you're like in crime and really struggling and all that with your behavior, the fact that he had the emotional, you know, knowledge enough to go apologize, the consciousness, whatever. But anyway, the coach said, Hey, I want you, it's okay, but I want you to come play football for me. And that's how he got into football. And his coach was like a big mentor to him. And that's where he got exposed to like goal setting. And you can, you know, take personal responsibility, blah, 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 blah. And he became the rock. I got a trivia for you. What CFL team did he play for? What Canadian Football League team did he play for? Oh, oh, I know. Hold on. Montreal Doves. What? <laughs> Imagine a football team was actually called the Doves. I'd like him more. Calgary Stampeders. The Dead Beaters? Cal Stampeders. You've heard of the Calgary Stampede, this Calgary Stampede. Anyway, forget it. Okay, back it up then. So he's got <laughs> his grandpa died. He had he was called the High Chief and he was a big deal in the wrestling world. His grandma took over the business and in the in and she actually managed a lot of people from like slightly before my era of coming into WWE. I wasn't a wrestler, I was just a fan of wrestling in the 80s. And so in the in the show, Young Rock, it was actually kind of cool to see how his dad was friends with Macho Man and Andre the Giant and a bunch of guys that I grew up watching. Andre the Giant was in Princess Bride. Yeah. And a wrestler. Oh, my God. <laughs> I literally going to be Googling this later. Okay. You're well, joking. he has it's the same situation as The Rock. Like he, he got his fame in wrestling and then he, he went to movies after that. This is a thing. It's a total thing. I didn't know that, that that was like a funnel into Hollywood is wrestling. Shoot, fire. Have you heard of John Cena? <laughs> He's is that the guy that The Rock argued with later? We're jumping ahead now, but yeah, he, he basically, <laughs> Rock had the title. He gave it to John Cena. It was written into the, the contract. It was sent, sent over to John Cena. So then after John Cena's tenure as champ, he went into movies. It's just... It's kind of the next step. Like, what else are you going to do? You can't wrestle forever because it's it hurts. <laughs> so he played 
football in high school. He got a scholarship to the University of Miami, and then he wanted to be drafted into the NFL, but he wasn't. So then that's when he went into Canadian football, right? That's right. So he just, he didn't get drafted. And so he decided, let's, we have to stay in shape. We got to keep our skills. We got to practice. We got to put whatever, stay on top of things. So they went to CFL, which he was accepted to. And it turns out he sucked up there as well. <laughs> One thing we didn't mention is that he had a really bad relationship with his father. His father was not loving. I mean, didn't tell him he was he loved him and he's proud of him. He was very hard on his his mom. He always like talks about this situation where his mom, like him and his dad were fighting and the mom got out of the car and like literally started walking towards oncoming traffic. And that I think really traumatized him as a young kid, as you can imagine. But the bad behavior and all this stuff. I mean, I don't think he's directly attributed that to his father, but he didn't grow up in an environment with a father figure. It's kind of a shock to me because again, I'm watching, I get most of my rock information from the show and in the show, it's a pretty happy family situation, but really how far are you into that show? I'm a caught up like season three or something like that. And he hasn't mentioned anything about his dad and the issues there. Well, no, there's, there's stuff, but I mean, on on TV, you're, you're basically, you're appealing to a audience we're trying to entertain this audience it's not it's not it's not a dark show by any means right i watch it with my children but i can see how that would be a thing in real life like the dad's constantly on the road and he has a lot of success for a while he's in the wwf he's got some cool contracts he's making waves and then things go south and then he doesn't so having like being at the top and then trickling back down that could be stressful on a family especially economically as well like they're living in a cool place Cool stuff. Don't have to worry about money. And then all of a sudden, the mom has to get another clerk job. And and or you know what I mean? It's uh, it's so there, it's an emotional roller coaster for any kind of family, whether you're a professional wrestler or you know run a catering service. I guess. Well, I mean, I can see it being quote hard and there being things, but I mean, he literally said that his dad never really said he was proud of him, never said, I love you, stuff like that. I mean, I don't think there's a big excuse for things like that. Like we all F up as parents and I can't imagine the stress of being who he was, but in the same sense, like for it to have the impact on his son that it had, like there has to be some accountability there. That's true. It goes back to a few conversations we've had where you can let it put you down or you can let it fuel you. It's like, I will show you kind of thing. And that, and it it did. I mean, jumping ahead, his dad died a few years ago. And I think what was really sad is I was just watching an interview with him. It was like five days after his dad died you could still tell like when he died, the relationship was super, super strained. There was no like real resolution there. So yeah, he used it as a driving force, but I mean, God, I don't know, man. I think main takeaway for me with his, with his childhood is the college football coach, these unsung heroes in our lives who are usually underpaid, not, well, never, aren't famous. You'll never know their name, but literally change the course of somebody's lives. Usually the teachers, the coaches, people who don't get enough credit and just emphasizing those roles in, in our world, because we always say, oh, the famous people. But what about that dude? If that dude wouldn't have stepped into The Rock's life, like, where would he be right now? Totally. I get it. And although he didn't have a great relationship with his dad, he still gravitated to the family business, like something that he probably wouldn't have got into otherwise. I feel like you're defending his dad. You like his dad, too. His character is so funny in the show. Like, I oh, can't, oh, I love this man. Show. <laughs> I don't know anything about him in real life. I have no, I've never seen footage of him wrestling. Nothing. But the character on the show is so awesome. <laughs> It's fiction. It's fiction. I know. Uh, 
All right. Career, man. So I, I didn't get to where I know that he had the transition and football didn't work out. So he went into wrestling. The only thing I know about that was his dad was against it and said, look around you. Look at what we have. I'm telling you, don't make this career. But he did. But did you have a takeaway from the early days other than like before we get into the career thing? Like, was there anything I did. The coach. The coach was, do you have a mentor in real life? Like, do you, or, or do you basically just, are you one of these people that can kind of absorb absorb information given from people that have come before you, but not necessarily direct. This is a really hard topic for me. I have always wanted a mentor, like a real one, and I've never really had one. I've tried and... Let me interrupt you there. Is it because you're so diversified in your interests, talents, or whatever you want to... that It's hard to find someone that's like has all the answers for you? Maybe. Maybe that's it. But I've always been really jealous when people say they have mentors because I'm like, where the hell do you get those? I've never really connected with somebody. And there's been a couple of times I've like asked people, like when I was younger, I remember going up to a couple of ladies in my church who I really respected and I just asked them, I said, will you mentor me? Will you have coffee with me? And they told me no. <laughs> just flat out no. I can see that could be how, how they'd be a lot of work. I mean, if you're <laughs> if you were needy back then, I'm I don't know. I'm an easy person to mentor. Mentor no, me. you're not. No, you're not. Because it's like, let's say you're like a realtor. Yeah, I could teach you how to sell a house. I could teach you how to broker a deal, blah, 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 blah. But outside of like a traditional, this is what I do. I'm using hypotheticals here. I don't know anything about that. But it, but it, you know what I mean? Like, how do you tell someone, how do I do whatever you're trying to do? I think mentorship is just giving an F about somebody. You don't have to give them all the answers. It's just like, I'm going to walk with life for you and like, just be a guiding voice. And it's not going to be a perfect thing. And I think that's what's so hard about mentorship is nobody's asking you to be perfect or have all the answers. They just are asking you to give it F, you know? Oh, I see. We're, we're crossing lines. Like I thought it would like mentor in the in business mentor, whereas you're thinking more like life coach or something. <laughs> no, I'm thinking about like this coach came into his life and was like, I see something in you. But he was a football gonna... coach. <laughs> So he he's so so that's the thing he had like the the one narrative was football that's what we have in common and so but I'll give you this, these extra nuggets along the way while we're doing the football. Do you have a mentor? <laughs> no, like, because I, don't I think I have the same problem as you. Like, just who can deal with us? <laughs> hey, if anybody's listening to this and would like to mentor us, please send us an email at selfhelp <laughs> at gmail dot com. Thank you. Do you have any takeaways from his childhood? I feel like. He, he leveraged the tools he had. So he had this gigantic body. And so he went into sports because naturally that's probably what he would excel at. Like you could be five feet tall and you could have aspirations to be in the NBA, but chances are you'd have an easier time if you were seven feet. It was in his blood. It was in his blood to go into wrestling like his father and his grandfather, but he wasn't... I don't want to say he wasn't as good at it. I know that there was a point where they were calling him... Was it Rocky after his dad and grandfather? They were called. Well, I got some more trivia for you. Oh God! Actually, I already answered that. <laughs> I was going to ask what's his, his first grandfather and his Clearly, father. You don't know what. Like his first before he became the Rock. Rocky. <laughs> his first that was that was a, a movie. But anyway, so his dad's name's Rocky. But his so yeah, he took influences from his dad, his grandpa, and the whole thing. So Rocky, my Mavia, Mavia, M A I V I A. Sure. Anyway, it doesn't, it doesn't sound as badass as the rock, that's for sure. But luckily, he got there, and and so that he he did that, and he he was basically he, Vince McMahon, I think, took him under his wing. I think that was the guy who ran things at the time, and uh, they tried to make him the hero. He was 
a charismatic fella on the mic and like, you're going to be the next star. You're you've been part of this wrestling family for decades because of your parents and grandparents. Let's do it. And so they went down that path and the audience did not love him <laughs> at first. Why? Well, they just, they just didn't, didn't get it. Didn't get on board. So I, I don't know why specifically, but the audience just didn't love him as the hero of this F story, right? So instead of firing him or a rock just giving up in general, he sort of leaned into the bad boy, like the villain character of the WWF. And that's where he kind of popped and excelled because people could start appreciating the villain. You ever watch a movie and then like, oh, and you, you're rooting for the bad guy? Do I root for the bad guy all the time? Like in movies, it's like, Cobra even, Kai, he, don't even get me started. Cobra, Cobra Kai needs to win the Valley. Like, I can't stand Daniel. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, he's a bit much for sure. But I, I want Johnny to win. Like, he seems to be the guy. These I days. love Johnny. I love I Johnny. But do-do-do-do-do-do. I got trivia for you. Okay. Who's your favorite okay. Cobra Kai character? So when was when did Dwayne Johnson say that, quote, quote, The Rock was born? He goes from Rocky to quote quote the rock what was the moment mm. wrestling what was the moment is it mm-hmm. when he won his first title i'm telling you what this tv show is failing you do <laughs> not take facts from this tv show this is what happened apparently he was out there doing his thing wrestling or whatever and people start going rocky sucks rocky sucks and they were just like chanting that over and over again he got all mad because you know how dudes do and so he comes back and he grabs the microphone and he's like i just want to tell you something the Rocky may be a lot of things, but suck is not one of them. And he was all mad. And then he got like mean, kind of like what you're saying, like turning the villain. And so that's when he says, quote, quote, the rock was born. Ah, uh, yes. You're welcome. So he leaned into that villain. He got more confident on the mic. He developed this character. He leaned into that that eye twitchy thing he's got or the half smirk, whatever it is. I don't even know what you call it, but. Annoying. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> So he jumps into this character, the world falls in love with The Rock, and he eventually becomes the world's most popular guy ever. But it wasn't enough. It wasn't enough. He's like, you know what? I'm bored with wrestling. I hate winning all these titles. I want to go into movies. Well, he said he wasn't being himself, and I can respect that. He said that he felt like he was living in the shadow of his dad and his grandfather. And when he started really leaning into who he was, that's when he started getting more popular as a wrestler. And one of the things that he's, he really wanted to do was be, I think he called it like a champion for the people. Like he knew he had charisma. He knew he was good at that. It's so like the next challenge was like going into Hollywood and people were not pumped about this. They're like, you're ruining your career. You're an idiot. What are you doing? And he's like, F it, watch this, Paul. He had people that came before him who've done it. Like like Hogan was a perfect example. He went into movies. Like he didn't have any awesome movies per se, but it seemed like the next thing. I don't like that guy either. His mustache <laughs> is too much. I can't stand guys with mustaches. His mustache is too much. Like if you have like a, one of these little mustache things, we're done. No, it was more like a, a handlebar, I think. Yeah, I can't stand this. All right then. Well, I'm, the sorry, I'm so like, judgmental in today's then. episode. Like it was complete, he wouldn't grow a mustache. He probably still has it because it's he, had, you know. But he he wouldn't have grown one today if he was like 20. Why did The Rock go into movies? <laughs> Why did he go? Because that's because again, you get to a point like right. Have you seen a wrestling? It's hard. Like it's very these people. My kids are into it right now, and it's I can't. I'm, I'm watching footage. 
I watched it as a kid and as a kid, it's just like, ah, oh, these guys are jumping around, throwing pill. But like watch, as a adult watching this, I'm like, oh my God, how do you not have back injuries? And like, how's your Achilles tendon still intact? Like, how yeah. are you doing this? You, you guys are superhuman. Yeah. So you can't do that forever. Like, I imagine there's got to be an expiry date to these sort of things. Unless you're Tom Brady, then like you just play to the rest of your life. Yeah. Oh, don't get me started on that. But here's what I don't. Do you like better, Tom Brady or The Rock? Tom Brady. I love Tom Brady. Oh, okay. Yeah. Apparently, his kind of claim to fame, something that really turned his career around after wrestling, was he hosted Saturday Night Live in 2000. Do you know about this? It doesn't surprise me. I don't think I saw it. But that's what kind of, quote, broke him in because he did that before The Mummy returns which i think was his first movie tell me if i'm off on any of this but it says that it was yeah that saturday night life was an opportunity that changed his career but i'm thinking how did he get saturday night live i'm assuming it's because he was super popular on wwe and so that he leveraged that into an opportunity on saturday night life i need to watch it it's one of those situations where it's like yeah you you may not you and i may not have heard about him because we weren't wrestling fans while he was at the top, but there's millions of people who were. It's right. like when you discover someone on Instagram who's got like 10 billion followers, like in Japan or some sort of niche that you've never heard of. And like, how does this person have more followers than Beyonce? Or you know what I mean? But it's just we're not in that world or we don't know or care about what they do. Yeah. And I mean, everybody's looking for an audience. So, Regardless, if you have a huge audience, people are going to give you opportunities because they want to leverage the audience you have. So he had a bunch of fans. He apparently got on Saturday Night Live, and uh, that helped him into his marvelous movie career. So you jump like when he got into movies, it was like he did exactly what people his size do, which is action. Like Arnold, Sylvester Stallone, like anyone that's built a certain way is just going to jump into. People want to see that guy as the action hero, right? Maybe, but I don't feel like he really did that that much. He had Mummy's Returns and the Scorpio Scorpion King, but then he went into like the game plan, the Tooth Fairy. And I don't know if that was his decision or whether it was just something that got thrown at him, but like he probably wanted to get away from or diversify himself from that. And again, people that came before him, take Arnold for an example, like he, he went softer with like Kindergarten Cop and uh, Junior and stuff like that. And it, it worked for him because it... it it opens you up to now a family audience as opposed to just people who like rated our movies. That, and again, I'm not trying to be rude. Like I'm really not, but dude really wasn't a good actor when he first started off. Like he's still working on it a little bit. Is anybody though? Like, I don't know. I suck at everything when I first try it. Well, I, listen, I, I, I know, but I'm saying like that probably it's a little bit more forgiving. I feel like some of these family movies, than some of these more serious roles. Like he's getting more serious roles now, I think, because he's kind of come into his own and figured out his voice in the acting world. But I think it's a lot more forgiving doing something like the Tooth Fairy where it's goofy and silly versus like some of the stuff that he's doing now, like Jumanji, Black Adam, et cetera. We sort of talked about the same thing with Adam Sandler. It's like at first, yeah. it's like, is he really acting or is he just kind of goofing around? And now we're doing all these serious roles. Like he's clearly got some serious skill. But one thing I'll give him is he said that when he entered into the world, he's like, I'm going to learn everything about the industry that I can. It's not going to be just acting. I want to learn the business of it. I want to learn about production and directing and everything. So he took his work ethic from everything else and poured it into Hollywood. And I mean, it paid off. 
He's also one of the guys that he changed the landscape of how Hollywood actors get cast. Like a lot of it has to come down to talent, but he kind of went the brown branding route. So if I could mm. take away something from his career, it's like he's one of the first people who was commanding higher fees based on his social media popularity. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like he, he could promote an entire film himself, like off his Instagram account, probably. Because people freaking like him so much. If I say I don't like The Rock, people genuinely get upset with me. They're like, what the hell? It's like I insulted a family member. He is so likable that people are that like defensive over him. I'll give you a pass, but like there's people out there, like I swear they just like to hate things that are popular. <laughs> I don't just hate things that no, are popular. No, I know you're I know I don't I know you, so I don't I know you're not that person. But like what is wrong with people who have to do that? I I like I like almost everybody. And you know this about me because you've met me in real life. I love people. I it is a very rare thing that I don't like, even, you know, people who are super close to me go, I don't understand why you don't like The Rock because he stands for everything that you preach and like, there's just something about him. I can't tell you what it is. I don't trust him. I don't trust him. I don't trust him. <laughs> well, okay, we clearly haven't unlocked the Pandora's box of your opinion of, of okay, do you have a, a favorite rock movie? And favorite, I'll use with an asterisk because I'm sure you don't love love any of them. him in Moana because he's not actually in it. This is just his voice. Thank you. Da, da, da. That song is jam, dude. That movie is life. That song is life. Okay, here's another thing. I don't really like adventure movies, so it's hard because so much of his stuff is adventure. Not really. Moana. That's all I got. What about you? Moana is a good movie, and right at the end. I always get teary-eyed or not teary-eyed, but more like just for some reason, super empowered when it zooms in on her, like on the front of the ship, because she's like showed everyone who's boss and she's like leading this entire troop. I'm just like, effing right, Moana. That movie is so touching. And pretty funny. That chicken. Oh my God. What is it? Stand at the edge of the water and it's calling and it calls me new, 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 where I go. What's the, rock, what's, what's the rock song? It's uh, You're Welcome. The head he's not, he's not a terrible singer. Like, I wouldn't buy an album, but, he, but for like an, an animated movie, he's, he, he made it work. And you're staring at a demigod. One thing we didn't touch on that's important about his life is his personal life. So he was married to this gal named Danny, who was a bodybuilder, producer. They got married in, actually, they met in college in the 90s and got married in 1997. That's when he had his eldest daughter, Simone, who I believe is, she's in her early 20s now. After about 10 years, they got divorced. And then he met this gal named Lauren while he was working on the game plan. And they got married a few years ago in Hawaii and had two more girls, Jasmine and Tiana. And God be with any man that tries to date those daughters i did not know either of those and i feel like i should have known because that freaking tv show you're watching man it's failing you do not well no i just i just haven't gotten to that part like i just got to the part where he's like becoming an, a, a, you know a wwf star so i haven't gotten into the personal stuff but it's, uh, all that being said like i the research i did on this like for some reason it didn't go into personal so I know he has daughters like i knew that but he doesn't talk about it much in the public like he doesn't necessarily like i don't know she, does she go with him to premieres and stuff his wife yeah yeah i mean he posts about her on social media all the time his daughters like for somebody who's a rock fan man like i feel like I'm, i know more about the rock than I don't you follow do. him on social media maybe i should this is cool too I, I, this was from wikipedia it says that in recognition of his service to the simonian people and because he was a descendant of simonian chiefs 
when he gained Canadian citizenship through his father's birth. People love him. They're just giving him awards left and right. They're anointing him. They are calling him. They are appointing him. The Rock people love, which, yeah, we'll get into it and where he is right now. But you know what's even crazier? Speaking of people loving him, he attended a Democratic National Convention and then also spoke at the Republican National Convention the same year. Like he was attended and like was present in both of these conventions, even though he's an independent. Like I'm telling you, he's just making friends with everybody. He's just, I hate to keep going back to this, but I feel like he's following a very similar path to like Arnold. <laughs> who's gone into politics. Now he's got like so popular in, in this realm of things. Like he's just, what else can I do? And, and then now he wants to share his opinions politically. Another thing we didn't mention 2012, this is kind of cool. He co-founded an entertainment production company called Seven Bucks Production. Heather's trivia. Why is it called Seven Bucks Production? Seven Bucks Production. He loves churros, which is approximately $7. Ladies and gentlemen, do not watch this rock television show. It does not inform you. That part wasn't accurate. the show. So apparently whenever he, I think he was in his early 20s, if I'm not mistaken, he really hit rock bottom and had to like move back in with his parents. Rock bottom. Ah. <laughs> and he only had seven bucks in his pocket. That was it. Seven bucks in his pocket. And that was like a really big moment in his life. So later on, when he got rich and ballin' and married a beautiful woman and all this stuff. He's like, I'm going to start a production company and call it seven bucks. Funny enough, he had a show called Ballers for a while too. Really? Yeah. Ballers? Ballers. I watched a few episodes on an airplane and it wasn't bad. That sounds like something you would watch. Of course it would. I think every movie he creates now, he's just going to do it with Kevin Hart. It seems to be the trajectory he's been going on for the last decade. Oh, that was... Okay. Is that a real relationship or is this the smartest branding collab ever? No, I think they genuinely enjoy each other. They've done... I, I, I didn't count, but like over five movies in the last... X amount of years. Yeah, they're a couple of Dumanjis. They had a buddy. They had that cop movie. They had. They were. They were both in that other. Anyway, it's uh, and like that's all they do on social media. They have a, a new animated one with the dogs. It's and they're a good pair. I don't know. They're. I like. I'd like to be part of that friend group because of the contrast. If you think about not only physically but also too like energetically, it's such a nice. They they would be great if they got married. They're compatible. What do you mean energetically? They seem both charismatic, energetic people. I think their dynamic, in their comedic dynamic, I think, yeah, Rock plays more of the straight man, even though he's he, he's got that muscle, pun intended. But yeah, I guess Kevin Hart would be the goofy guy in that relationship. Yeah, I don't mean energy like hyperness. I mean, like, you know how people have vibe? You know, like, you have a vibe, I have a vibe, Margaret has a vibe down the road. Is there like, a vibe? Oh, we're the two most successful people on the planet right now. Let's be friends. Exactly. No, I just I think sometimes people's vibe match. It's like when you put chocolate on a chip and you're like, this isn't going to work. But then you taste it and you're like, oh my God, what a combination. It's like some people's energies just match together. You can't formulate it. You can't figure it out. It works or it doesn't. It's All called right. chemistry. I'll take that. Takeaways from his career. Anything? I didn't learn a thing. <laughs> does, it, does he even encourage you to work out more? Dude, for real, for real. Like I, looking at him is just like almost offensive you're like what is happening to your body okay well i have a okay i have a follow-up question for that body thing so like okay he's in fabulous shape and i hear from fitness influencers that he's been on steroids for several years because if you look at pictures from his 20s to now like he's in better shape now which doesn't happen when your testosterone is that of a 50 year old right so he's an action star so uh, you know who could blame him like i would probably do that too if i was getting millions of dollars to 
be an action star. So the question I have for you, if you were an action star, would you juice up? Or if you were, if you needed certain plastic surgeries to become the star you wanted to be, would you do that? Or would that compromise any morals you might have? Or do you get a pass because, you know, you're, you're, that's your job. What a great question. I don't think I would do anything permanently for a job. I think any kind of plastic surgery or anything like that is a very permanent thing that affects your health. I can see doing and making extreme changes to your body and stuff and, and, and whatever for a temporary period. Like I know, what's that dude's name? He played the Joker recently. Yeah, the uh, who was also in Gladiator. He's wild. He's a wild phoenix, somebody. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. His brother's name is Phoenix. Oh, his um, brother's name is Phoenix. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Well, I can't remember his name. But anyway, I saw Gladiator on a plane last week. And uh, he was unbelievable dude. in that movie. He plays the villain. And I'm like, who is this? Like, he's just so good in that movie. And I can't remember his name. We have to cover him. I'm fascinated by him. But like, he lost like an insane amount of weight to play the Joker. And none of that's super healthy. But I can see that. The Rock, he has a gym that follows him everywhere. And a personal chef. I mean, all this stuff. Taking gear having surgery it's not that i think it's wrong i'm not what i'm concerned about is the long-term health effects because you think about like longevity and quality of life like you don't want to f with that and even like boob jobs like women are now like going and getting reductions because chemicals are like being released throughout the body and killing some of them or help making them infertile like some of this stuff like it's not just about boobs and gear and facelifts and all that it's about are you gonna live to your 80. What if it's what you? more what you what if it's like cosmetic job? only that doesn't necessarily affect your longevity? So let me throw this at you. Would you think Jennifer Aniston would be where she is now without the nose job from the 90s or 80s? Oh, I have no problem with their nose job. If, if it makes her feel happy with herself, I can't say anything about that. So, in a real, so let's just say you are a chartered accountant and you don't like something about yourself. Would you change it? If it was something that really bothered me and affected my self-esteem, yeah. I don't think there's anything wrong with that, but I think it's an individualized choice. And I think it's better if you, I mean, I don't say better. I think it's ideal if we can get to a place where we feel really good about ourselves. Like I have super crooked teeth, right? And I just never had braces. I want to get braces one day, but like I have to get to a point where I can smile at you. And even though my teeth are crooked, I'm not, not smiling. And I think that's the point that's ideal that we can get to is like, yeah, I'd love to have straight teeth one day, but if I get to a point where I can't smile at you because I feel ugly, then I really need to work on myself because braces is never going to fix that. And what's funny about that is anyone I know, any adult I know with braces, they feel self-conscious smiling. So they always smile with their hand over their mouth. Yeah. So I, I guess it. there's a little phase of a good hell, you know, a year with braces, you're just going to, it's going to be an awkward smile, but I guess there's a reason you're asking it. this. Are you thinking about going through a surgery or something? Are you struggling? No, right no, now? you and I are on the same page. I think if it like, why be self-conscious about something that's been bothering you for 40 straight years? I can be, you know, right. be comfortable with yourself and, and, and okay, <laughs> where are we going? <laughs> Where he's at now, I think it's interesting how he's, you know, and I think all these people are doing this. They get itchy, they get bored, or I think achievers need something to achieve. So check, got into Hollywood, one of the most highest sought paid after. actors, sought after, whatever. Everybody loves him. So now he's like, okay, well, let me start a tequila brand. Let me start an energy drink brand. By the way, we always have his energy drinks in our fridge. If you ever come over, you need a little boost. We got you because that stuff is freaking fire. Does it taste good? Like it, I've oh never had God, an energy drink. So it tastes, but it, it tastes like a, a thing of chemicals. I'm going to get your address and this is over and I'm going to send you some. Do you like energy drinks? No. <laughs> 
Would you try one if I sent you one? Can you just tell me? I can go to the store next to my house and buy one. You don't have to mail it internationally. It's called Zoa. If you can get them on Amazon and some gas stations have them, but I'm not like, you know, I don't even like the rock, but I'll fight to my death for his brand Zoa energy drinks. When do you have it though? Like I have coffee in the morning and then that pretty much gets me through the, that hump. And then like, when do you, is it an afternoon drink for you? Like when do you, when do you need the extra buzz? I drink two to three cups of coffee in the morning. I drink one cup of coffee in the afternoon. And then about once a week, I'll have an energy drink at some point. I don't drink it often, but I have a lot of caffeine. But if you try the white peach, it will change your life. So anybody who's listening who needs a little boost, you're welcome. But it's supposed to be like a healthier energy drink. I don't know if it is or not, but whatever. So he did that. He did the tequila brand, the tequila's fire. I mean, like he's he has some good taste here. I I keep saying I don't like him, but I keep talking about how wonderful he is. Gosh, see what he does We're to people. Over. It's working. <laughs> Speaking of politically, have you heard about this? How about we talk about your early life? Which muscular guy wronged you <laughs> in a past life? You know, I've never been. I'm 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 a very odd woman in the sense of like muscular men. I've never been super attracted to. Like I'm not really into that. Like when I was growing up, I always liked punk rock bands and kind of more of the emo weird artsy dudes and stuff like any of the kind of the jock big bulk guys like I'm not attracted to that like I don't think the rock I mean he's an attractive human but it's never never like ooh he's sexy like that just doesn't do it for me all right all right would so you go for tequila him? thing I don't even like tequila I don't like energy drinks or tequila but I'm sure I'll try one of his products one day you don't like tequila <laughs> let's talk about my early life i had a rough time on tequila when i was experimenting in my 20s and and that's one of those drinks that like that chemical will, will it'll trigger like the dry heaves if you it'll take you right back to that time what do you drink then well i'm more of a sweet tooth i like a uh, you and i the last time we were in person together we were at an event in kentucky and open bar situation it's a good time. I swear to God, the that Kentucky bourbon. I forget what we had though, because it was it was like a tall boy of t- Kentucky bourbon, bourbon practically. And I swear, two sips, and I was out of my mind. It was unbelievable. You didn't seem out recreate. of your mind. You seemed pretty together. That was for your benefit. I, oh. I didn't want you to think I was a lush, but <laughs> I, I, I forgot was, about that stuff, man. That was that was, was pretty wild. But what about you when you were younger? Did you like Buffman? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I feel like I remember specifically when I was a child, I was really into He-Man. And you're like, who's He-Man? Well, he's a character in the 80s. I knew who and... He-Man was, you ass. Okay. I don't know. I didn't. I have no idea. Go ahead. And I remember that specifically there was this outfit you could buy and you could make, it would just give you muscles. And as like a 10 year old, I'm like, yes, I want to look muscular. And I think maybe it's within all little boys who are maybe self-conscious about their bodies and things like that. Although it's a non-sexual relationship, yeah, I love muscular men. What about muscular women? I think that there is a good balance. Mm-hmm. I feel like if there's too much bulk, it's like, what's the deal with your hormones? But, but yeah, no, I think I, I love I love the discipline. Like when I see a girl in the gym, it's A, yes, you're, you're good looking, but B, I love the discipline that you have with that weekly, daily regimen and you're, you just look focused. You know, when you see someone focusing on someone really, that's that to me is like equivalent to the, what you get when you squat a lot. That's man, that's, that's what happens when you get bit by the personal development bug is you start thinking things are sexy that shouldn't be sexy. Like, Ooh, come on girl, go ahead and read that book. Go ahead and get disciplined, <laughs> drink your water. Anyways, one thing that's really important is 
Here we go. Again, back to Wikipedia. Johnson expressed an interest for running for president himself, telling USA Today in February 2021, quote, I would consider a presidential run in the future if that's what the people wanted. Well, spoiler, the narrative of his show is takes place in the future. So he's basically, I think it's 2031 or something like that. And he's running for president. And so the, the narrative of the show is his campaign manager or something like that, or some interviewer guy is asking him questions and all, everything's a flashback. Every episode is basically a flashback to his childhood. He's a branding genius. He's doing this on purpose. Dude, that's what I'm talking about. The Rock. That's why I don't trust him. That's he has why I don't an trust drink him. And he's like, he comes up with these brilliant ideas. It's all too perfect. I'm telling y'all, man. You're jealous. You want his abs. <laughs> No. Are you ready for takeaways? Like overall takeaways? Like what are we going to apply to our life? Or do we have anything else to share about Dwayne? Before we get into takeaways, have you seen that picture of him with the fanny pack and the napkin? You're looking at it up right now. It's the best picture in the world. In the I, world. I, I can't wait to see your reaction in real time right now. Yeah, I've seen that repulsive. <laughs> the napkin is the best part. He just wanted to get his elbow dusty or whatever. So he's leaning on the, like, what, how did he think that wasn't going to appear in the photographer's probably like, we can airbrush that out. And they just kept the original. And then like, where's his thumb at right now? I don't know where his thumb is, but like, he... <laughs> like this whole thing it's is creepy vibes. Man. How, look at that chain. Do you trust him? Look at his face. Do you trust that okay, man? It, no, I mean, at the, but at that moment in time, that was probably a dope look, right? And you don't understand how time works because in the time of the 80s, that handlebar mustache that Hulk Hogan had was fire. I hate the 80s. I just, I, I'm getting negative and I'm not like this. I'm normally very positive and outlook on life, but this whole conversation, I'm sweating and I'm getting negative. The 80s. We're a complicated time. Do you have a takeaway? From the 80s? From The Rock. Oh, yeah. So The Rock, I like his ability to pivot. All right. So he he's, he's still laughing. So he, he he sucked at football. We all know. Okay. And then that that clearly wasn't the answer. And then he got injured. He's like, he's got to give it up anyway. Right? So he pivoted into wrestling, the family business. He leveraged that into fame, leveraged that into movies. And here we are now. But he applied this thing called Sheehan's Wall. You ever heard that one no so these people that are trying to throw everything at the wall to see what sticks and just trying to break no matter what and i'm guilty of that myself right but this thing called Sheehan's wall is you put all your you just excel at one specific thing and then you kind of break through that wall with that one specific thing you put all your force into that and then once you get to the other side of the wall that's when you can expand Mm -hmm. Like think of a million little bugs trying to like knock a wall down at different parts of the wall. It's, it's impossible. But if all those bugs focused on that one little spot, you make a little hole and then you just, you break through to either. So, anyway, so I like to apply that. So I'm trying to figure out like, well, what is my one thing that's going to break? What do you think it could be? Do you have any idea, any hints? Well, yeah, I can, my music is a perfect example of I did that for 15 years. And I was like, why is just the landscape of country music changed? I don't sound like any of these pop stars that are right now. So instead of trying to compete with them, I just, I went all in on comedy. And people seem to find me funnier than than a good singer. Do you, so are you it, happy with comedy the same way you were with music? It's, a, it's similar to the rock story in that like, yeah, I love playing music. I still love it, but it's like my dad was a musician. So maybe that's why I got into it. Um, yeah. So it's, it's kind of like, I wouldn't have got into it 
if he hadn't have been into it, probably because just that was the environment in my household. And I think that's what I was trying to say earlier. I think a lot of, we, regardless of your relationship with your parents, I think a lot of influence comes for them. 100%. Case in point, Rock and his dad. Yeah. So that's the main thing is being willing to pivot and then the idea of leveraging an expertise, a craft, getting really, really good at one thing to break through and then you can expand. There's so much that, yeah, I want to do. There's so much I'm sure you want to do, but like, let's just narrow it down to this one thing that's going to get us to this next part where we can... It's so that. hard though, as like a creative person, because you have, it's just really hard. It's a lot of freaking focus. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Especially when you have ADHD. <laughs> Do you have ADHD? I'm sure I've, so I tried to, t- I really love Adderall. Not that I've ever had the prescription, but someone let me try theirs once. <laughs> and I was like, I could, it, I felt like a superhuman. I felt like the rock for a day. I was like, what is happening to my life right now? Like I could use this drug in my life. And so I went and got tested for ADHD and he's like, now nah, you're fine. I'm like, what? But I want the drugs. <laughs> he's like, no. I'm like, all right. So not officially according to therapists, but I feel like there's a little thing. Yeah. 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 Do you feel like there's anything in your life right now that you need to let go of so you can focus more on that one thing? Yes. And I've been trying to make a conscious effort to do that. Don't get rid of this show. Yeah, you're the first person I got <laughs> in the shopping block. By the way, Heather. Yeah, no, that's that's the biggest challenge of my thing. It's not a lot of people struggle with like, what do I do? How can I do? My struggle is like, what can I take away that's going to make me focus on this one thing? Yeah, I'm just so distracted. It's just it's a blessing and a curse of being someone who's super interested in so many things. Did you give us your takeaway for this whole thing, or do you not really have one? Instead of a takeaway, do you want to give us what you think of the Rock now versus an hour ago? I still feel like. There's something a little off about this man, but there is no way in the world I cannot acknowledge what he's created, what he's overcome, and the massive amount of skill he has, which I think is my main takeaway is, and I don't mean this in a derogatory way at all, I mean it in a very complimentary way. He wasn't like the best quote quote at anything other than fitness and his massive charisma with people. And those two things, even though he didn't, he used them in different industries, were the things that leveraged him in all these industries. And so I guess like finding what is, like you to your point, what is your biggest strength going in on that? His was obviously fitness. And then also the charisma part with people. Like I need to go reread Dale Carnegie, How to Win Friends and Influence People after this. His energy drinks are fire. His tequila is great. I still don't trust his smile. You're welcome. <laughs> That's a good way to end it. Like for real? You want to end it there? <laughs> I think we're done here. <laughs> How about right here? <laughs> right here? <laughs> and now. Hey, thanks for listening to Celebrity Self Help. Please leave us a rating and review. Let us know what you think about the show. And we're also on Instagram at Celeb Self Help. You can always send us a message and let us know who we should cover next.